it's timely, it's insightful, it's motivating, it's empowering. It's time with Fred, your inspirational broadcast with host Fred Gaddy. He who knows other men is discerning, but he who knows himself is intelligent. A quote by Chinese philosopher Lao Tzu. Hello again, and thanks for tuning in to another edition of the Time with Fred podcast. This is a podcast that challenges paradigms and mindsets that hold us back. I trust this finds you well wherever you may be listening from. Today, I bring you part two of the topic managing emotions. If you missed the last episode, I encourage you to go back and listen to it. Emotions are one of the powerful forces in our lives. While emotions are not bad in and of themselves, when we allow these emotions, especially negative emotions, to take control of our lives, it puts us in a very dangerous place, a place where we become helpless, a place where we have absolutely no control and our emotions end up running rampant. And I'm sure it goes without saying that this particular topic is so important considering the past, considering everything that's happened in the past year or so with the pandemic, to the social justice issues, to the, to the politics, and everything else that we've had to deal with uh, globally, but particularly so in the United States. And so I thought I'd share a few lessons on managing emotions. And by way of recap, if you missed last week's episode, I, I, I want to share a few things. I talked about emotions and, and why they're important in our lives. I, I shared my popcorn story. I'm not going to repeat it. So if you missed it, I encourage you to go back and, and listen to it. I shared the sad story of Vincent Chen. I'm not going to repeat that, but very powerful story about a Chinese American man who was killed by a group of men who failed to manage their emotions. I also shared about the three emotional states and I asked you where you find yourself. And again, I encourage you to go back and, and listen to that episode. Today, I want to go into some of the practical ways uh, we can manage our emotions. I'm going to be sharing some tips on how we can manage our emotions. So let's get cracking here, shall we? So what are some of the practical ways or tips to help manage emotions? This is a question that I get um, all the time when I present on this topic. People are curious, Fred, how, how do I do this? I want to share a few a few steps here which, which, which have been helpful. The way or one of the ways to manage emotions, so step one, in order to be able to manage emotions, right, you have to know the exact emotion that you're experiencing. What does that mean? You see, unless you know what you're going through, unless you know what you're dealing with as an individual, unless you can recognize the emotion or emotions that you're feeling or experiencing, it becomes very challenging to be able to identify it and manage it, right? So the first step in helping managing emotions is to identify or to name that emotion. You got to pause and give yourself time out. What exactly am I feeling? If you're angry, you got to learn to peel back that onion, right? And identify the root of that anger. It could be a variety of things. It could be that, you know, someone ticked you off. It could be that someone cut you. Uh, cut in front of you um, in traffic on the highway. It could be that, you know, you're, you're frustrated with your kids or the spouse or, or you're experiencing the overwhelming 
um, amount of, of pressure that's mounting at work and, and all these things can impact the way you feel. So in order to be able to identify what you're going to take, take some time off and, 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 and think through it. Pause and give yourself time on. Name that emotion. Once you're able to isolate that emotion, it puts you in a far better place to be able to then manage it, right? So name that emotion or identify the emotion, identify the root of that emotion, the root of that anger, the root of that sadness, right? The root of that stress, identify that. Another step is to practice a simple breathing exercise, right? And, and this may come as a, as a no-brainer, but psychologists have proven or have shared that breathing through your heart, when you sit up straight, you relax your shoulders and your shoulders and you just breathe in and out for about 30 seconds, it unclamps that vagus nerve uh, in the brain and it helps you, put you in a far better mental frame to be able to think clearly about what you're experiencing. Number three is to invoke a positive feeling. Bring to mind uh, a positive experience uh, or a positive emotion, perhaps a, a place or a park or, or a vacation or experience that brings you joy. Something that, that helps counteract the emotion that you're feeling, especially if you're feeling stressed or if you're feeling upset or if you're feeling overwhelmed about something. Think, bring some positive uh, uh, themes to mind, something that You've, you did in the past that brought you excitement. Think about a memorable experience, you know, think about your kids, think about a, a sporting activity, think about a game, think about something that brings you excitement. You can also think about feelings of gratitude and name that specific thing, name that event, name that vacation, whether it was a vacation you went to, um, you know, whether it's, it's a beach or you went with a group of friends with your family, recall the things that happened at that place that brought you excitement. When you name that specific thing, you now put yourself in control, right? You're now controlling what your mind focuses on. It takes off, it takes it off the negative experience or the negative event and now focuses on that positive thing. And you got to train the mind to do this. So again, name the emotion, identify the emotion that you're experiencing, pause and give yourself time out. Step two, practice simple breathing exercises, right? Just breathe in and out for about 30 seconds or, or take a walk, step away, isolate yourself from what you're going through. Once you do that, you put yourself in a place of control, right? So three simple steps um, that, that can help you manage emotions. I also want to talk about the STAR approach and, and, and this is a simple step that I that I came up with that, that helps you. It's called a STAR. So when you when you think about how you can help manage your emotions, be a STAR. STAR is just an acronym that I put together. The S in STAR means STOP. So when you find yourself being welled up with emotions or negative emotions that are threatening to take you out of your zone, stop. Give yourself some time out. Stop. The next step there is to think. That's the T in star. Think about exactly what you're going through. Think about the experience that you're feeling. Think about exactly the state that you're in. Think about it. The next step there is to assess, and that's A and star. Assess 
your options, right? What is the best option? What is the best action that I can take in this particular situation? Assess your options and then lastly, respond, right? So this is a simple four-step process to help you manage your emotions is to be a star. Stop. Take yourself out of the emotions. Take yourself out of what you're feeling. Just give yourself time out. Stop. Think. Think about exactly what you're experiencing. Think about the actions that, 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 that you're about to take. Assess them to see which one is the most beneficial. Don't act on a whim. Take yourself out of it. Assess your options. Is it option A? Is it option B? Or is it option C? When you stop and you think through, it puts yourself in a far better place to be able to take the right action. And then lastly, respond. Realize I didn't say react, right? React is just, again, acting on a whim, acting on that emotion, but response. When you go through the first three steps, by stopping, by thinking, and assessing, it puts you in a much better place to be able to choose the right response to what you're going through, right? So be a star, and, and you can write this on, on a sticky note and, and place in front of your computer or, or on your mirror or in your wallet and take it with you wherever you'll go. And when you find yourself going through that, remind yourself, I gotta be a star. Fred, I gotta be a star. Stop, think, assess, and respond. Someone cuts in front of you in traffic before you, you, you act crazy. Stop, think, assess, and respond. You're feeling overwhelmed because your boss is, is placing a lot of demands on you and you're, and, and, and you're tempted to, 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 to react. Stop. Think, assess, and respond. Someone sends you a, a, a nasty email and you're tempted to respond back in a negative way. Stop, think, assess, and respond. It's very simple steps, but pays huge dividends. When you learn to control your emotions, when you learn to become a master of your emotions, it puts you in a far better place to be able to deal with life. And again, it comes with practice. It's not something that you can turn on immediately and become a master art. You gotta learn, you gotta practice this, you gotta do this over and over and over again until it becomes second nature. So again, stop, think, assess, and then respond. I also talked about self-awareness in the last episode, right? Self awareness is key to managing emotions and I also talked about some of the emotional triggers I talked about self-image I talked about tiredness I talked about imbalance I talked about diet relationships medication finances all these are emotional triggers identify which one you're most vulnerable that makes you most vulnerable here's a tip did you know that prolonged bouts of anger can take a toll on the body in the form of high blood pressure, stress, anxiety, headaches, and even poor circulation? Yes, prolonged bouts of anger when you allow anger to linger without taking control of it. It has negative consequences or negative impacts in the form of high blood pressure, stress, anxiety, headaches, and poor circulation. So the next time perhaps you start feeling some of these things and think about what you may be going through and see if perhaps you're allowing something to take control over your emotions. Research also shows that one five minute episode of anger can impair your immune system for about six hours. Yes, you heard that right. One 
five-minute episode of anger. So by allowing yourself to be angry for about five minutes can impair your immune system for about six hours. And so the next time you find yourself experiencing prolonged bouts of anger, think about what may have happened. Think about whether you allowed yourself to get angry at something. One five-minute. That's why it's particularly important for us to take control and not allow anger to rule. And if you think about some of these, you know, events that have happened, all this, you know, craziness that the world is experiencing, think about shooting, think about all these murders and stuff. It's because people allow themselves to get carried away by their emotions. It's because they allow anger. It's because they allow stress. It's because they allow frustrations to get the better of them. And so think about how much better this world can be if everyone just took control of their emotions. If we all learned to manage our emotions and not allow anger and the stress and the despair and the frustration to rule over our emotions. And all these health issues can lead to more serious problems such as such as heart, heart attacks and stroke. Yes, so the downstream impact of uncontrolled emotions, the downstream impacts of the anger, the downstream impacts of the stress, when we allow them to take root, we end up hurting not only ourselves, but others as well. So why do we fall prey to negative emotions? It's because we often take our ability to respond to our emotions for granted. It's also because we rarely pay attention to how we feel. And it's also because we don't think about the impact of our emotions until it's too late. You see, again, it's perfectly normal to experience negative emotions because they're a natural part of our DNA. Experiencing sadness or anger about a, about a situation may be an indicator that we need to do something about it. Again, anger by itself or sadness by itself is not a bad thing, but it's when we allow them to linger, when we allow, when we allow them to lead us down a dangerous path where we're, where we're inflicting harm or we're doing bad things or, or we're acting or reacting on the emotions. That's when they become dangerous. That's when they become bad. So again, the emotions themselves are not bad, but we need to control. We need to be careful how far down the rabbit hole they take us. And again, we also need to be intentional about managing emotions. How do you become intentional? Shift your focus. When you focus on the positive emotions, you shut the gateway to all the negative emotions. And again, this is what intentionality plays a huge part, right? We gotta learn to shift our focus when, we, when we're going or when we're experiencing those emotions. Number two, you gotta be careful, intentional about what you let in. I love this, this, uh, this Bible verse in, in Proverbs 4.23 that says, guard your heart with all diligence because out of it flows the issues of life. You gotta be intentional, you gotta be careful, you gotta guard that gateway of the heart or the brain. Be careful what you let in. It may be a simple, innocuous idea, it may be a simple thought, but when you act on that thought, it takes root and it, it becomes something huge. So be careful what you let in, whether they're thoughts, whether they're people, whether they're ideas, make sure that you're guarding. You are the gatekeeper of your life. You are the gatekeeper. Don't allow rubbish and all this craziness and all the negative ne negativity. We've heard enough. 
The last year or so has been filled with enough negativity with everything else going on. Be that gatekeeper. Guard your heart. Guard your soul. Guard your mind. Be careful of what you let in. Number three, be grateful for the small things. Gratitude is huge. You know, and gratitude is one of the things that, you know, somewhere, you know, what can I be grateful for considering all, all the things that we're going through? Stop and think about it, my friends. For the small things, the things that we often take for granted, the fact that you're alive and the fact that you're, you're listening to this podcast, the fact that you're breathing is a lot to be thankful for. The fact that you can see, the fact that you can breathe, the fact that you can smell, the fact that you can walk, the fact that you can talk. The fact that you have a roof over your head. The fact that you have clothes on your back. The fact that you have meals on your table. You have money in your pocket. The, have, the fact that you have lights on. There's so many millions of people in the world who do not have a fraction of what you have. It's all about perspective, my friends. So be grateful for the small things. And, and I get into the habit when I wake up in the morning. I, I'm thankful for the fact that I'm alive. I'm thankful for the fact that I woke up because I realized that not a lot of, not everyone went to sleep last night and woke up this morning. So the fact that I'm alive this morning is something that I need to be grateful for. Be grateful for the small things, my friend. And also learn to see things from a different perspective. Perspective makes a whole lot of difference. You may be seeing things negatively, but when you step out of it, when you learn to look at things from a different perspective, it changes everything. Perspective changes everything. And also learn not to be so guarded. When you allow yourself to be vulnerable, when people know where you're coming from, they're able to help and, and, and perhaps connect with you. And you may be saying, you know, Fred, didn't you just say we need to be guarded? We, we, need, we need to, you know, be gatekeepers. Yes, we need to be gatekeepers, but we also learn, we also need to learn to ask for help. You can't do it all by yourself. But you need to know who you're letting in. We need to, we, you need to learn to know who you're asking for help. I have this joke about the man who was standing on the bridge about to jump into, uh, into, uh, into the river to end his life. And there was this other person who you know, happened to come across, this, come across this man and was trying to, uh, to, to plead with him. Don't jump. Don't jump. You know, life is not as bad as, as it seems. And this guy was like, oh, if you only knew what I've been through. And so this guy who was trying to help him out said, what have, you, what have you been through? Why don't you talk to me? And so he stopped and listened to this man's woes and stories. And by the time he was done telling the story, they both jumped. <laughs> Funny story, but it's true. But you got to learn to know who you're letting into your life. When you get caught in an emotional battle, try to detach yourself from the emotions. Don't live there. Don't live there. Don't live there. It's not as bad as it seems. What you're going through is not going to last. This too shall pass. My friends, I hope that you got something out of this episode. And I hope that this left you or put you in a better place to help you manage your emotions. Again, please subscribe and share. Leave a positive review of this podcast for others. And also check out my book, Believe, Dare, Become. What you believe and dare influence who you become. Be blessed and until next time, thank you for listening.